One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, Patrick. Nice cock. They want to see me do my dance in these thousand dollar pants. Don't just spend me and my mans. Baby, whole life chops on your ass. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hell, you know what? This is a special edition. I did it a couple of times last week. I'm going to start, and Vulture, my producer, has been doing a great job about lining up interviews. And, And I'll admit, a lot of the people that I'm interviewing as of late are not famous people, but I find people that are interesting and not well known to be more fascinating than all the famous people because the famous people are never ever gonna be real with you let's just be honest they are not gonna tell you how they really feel they have an image to uphold and you're not gonna get the real deal from them but i had a chance to talk to somebody i was very interested in earlier in the year i got to talk to a real afghanistan citizen and I loved it. It was it was amazing. But I did have a chance today to talk to Kelvin, Kelvin Pascal, and he's going to promote every every place you can find him. But this guy might be one of the smartest people that I've ever talked to in my life. And he is from Nigeria. I think he might have been five or six hours ahead of me. So he stayed up late to be able to do this interview. And I ended up, the I started the interview, and the next thing I noticed, I was like, God damn, I've been talking to him for almost 40 minutes. The guy might be one of the sharpest, most intelligent people that I have ever talked to when it comes to radio or the podcast. Hope you guys enjoy it. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. Hope you enjoy the interview with Kelvin Pascal from Nigeria. This is an interview that I have been extremely excited about because I like talking to other people all throughout the world. I like to learn about cultures. I like to learn about where people are from. And my next guest, Kev, Kelvin Pascal. Now, Kelvin, did I did I pronounce your last name right, Kelvin? Sure, sure, Kevin Pascal. All right. So now, Kelvin, tell people a little bit about yourself. Tell people about the content that you're putting out, as well as where people can find you. Hello, I'm Kelvin. I'm I'm a software engineer by profession but you know i'm also a student while i work part-time as a software engineer remotely with companies abroad but at the same time i still do podcasts i make podcasts where i get to talk about society culture philosophy you know really anything that affects human beings as people and i like having conversations around technology and you know really anything i like connecting with people so 
at the podcast, I get to connect with people all over the world like this too. I, I talk with people from the UK, Canada, and US, even here in Nigeria a lot. And so that's just a brief. I don't like bringing out the tech aspect of me, but, you know, I'm really into artificial intelligence and that kind of stuff. I, I, I wait, like art- wait, 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 wait. So, so let me ask you, you, did you say artificial intelligence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, can can I ask you now that you brought that up? I'm I'm gonna jump right into it. Um, Elon Musk says one of the biggest threats in the future to humanity is artificial intelligence. Can you kind of explain to me why artificial intelligence could be a bad thing for humanity? Yeah, you know I respect Elon Musk a lot, but. For you know that perspective, I still think that we are still very far off based on what he thinks might happen. I feel like AI is just you know artificial artificial intelligence is just a bunch of matrices and equations, and we are we are not even close to that point whereby we could AI could be some kind of evil villain in the future. I feel like we should fear humans more than we fear the technology because it's the humans that are going to use the technology. And if the humans have problem, then the, and the, or the corporations have problem, then is that that's how we are going to be affected and not people. I don't like thinking that AI might be a really big problem. Yeah. So now let me let me let, so you bring up human beings. So let, let me ask you this, okay? For the most part, we like to think that humans are good nature like you know good people want to look out for other people why why does it seem that humans for the most part are evil like like okay. i'm not saying for the most part but but yeah, why yeah. why is there so much evil you you say yeah. humans we need to worry about them why why do you figure yeah. that it's the, the case Actually, I am not of the perspective that humans are naturally um, kind-hearted or good. I feel like humans, are, like the real human natures, is just we 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 are not altruistic at all. That's why I feel I feel like yeah, but you know we still try. We still because socialization expects us to be good people, but for the base human nature, I I, I think is just full of so much darkness. <laughs> yeah. No, I I agree. Now, now, can you? Because uh, I'm interested in your culture, Nigeria. I mean, I've done some re- research. What are like? Have you guys had any like, just like conflicts, stuff like that in yeah. Nigeria? Yeah. Is it a very yeah. stable country, As or it- or or have you guys had to deal with conflicts? As a matter of fact, we are going through a very serious conflict right now. We are going through this turmoil of police brutality. Police are killing and harassing people just because... Okay, I think I should just start from the bottom of... Let me explain this story very okay. well. Okay, go ahead. So, hmm? Yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, I'm very so, interested. I would like to hear. So, so um, uh, we the, our older generation had these nine to five jobs whereby they were not able to earn so much and they were not as free as we now. We, we could work online. We could, you know, get a lot of money. And, you know, iPhones and much of these luxuries like cars, expensive cars and so much of these things, you will see younger younger generations are beginning to earn them at their young age. 
and this is making a lot of people upset. They think they are doing some kind of fraud or and and these guys are actually earning this money legitimately, but they are killing them and and extorting them of money. Imagine you driving your car on the road and a policeman stops you and thinks you are a fraud and just debit your account because they could actually just extort you, take you to an a nearby ATM or a bank to to withdraw your money. And this yeah. these things have been going on for so much years. So now there's there's a nationwide protest. People are protesting. The country has been nobody's walking like this. People are on the road, sleeping on the road, protesting because of police brutality. Police now, have Calvin, actually been killing people. Yeah. Kelvin, can can I ask you though, like here in the United States, a lot of the police brutality that we're dealing with is racially motivated. Is it racially yeah. motivated or is it religiously motivated? <laughs> this, in Nigeria? this, you see, this is just pure wickedness because the, it is not motivated by race at all. I mean, we are all blacks here, so this is just pure wickedness, but just from human nature, very pure wickedness. They put people who are hungry on the road with guns, and they now start to extort people. Yeah. Now, what what is um, now? I I don't want to talk about Nigeria in a bad light, but what are some of the positive things? What are some things in Nigeria that the people, the citizens, are proud of? I think we are proud as I think Nigerians are very hardworking people, and that's what you see manifest in youth, the younger generation, and we are beginning to come out like because we earn a lot of money just by working legitimately and not in the nine to five, um, nine to five routine would be, you know, people, a lot of creatives are doing so much stuff, earning money, doing what they can, you know, at the young age. And I feel like that's some really positive stuff because these are opportunities that our country did not create for us. We created these opportunities by ourselves, just by being creative and by being hardworking. And I feel in the long term, this would blow up in so many good ways. And, just under good news today, one Nigerian startup just got acquired by Stripe for $200 million. And I, I think wow. we, we need so much of that stuff to show to people that, yes, people are actually doing great work here. Now, I, I did some research, and from everything I read, Nigeria has one of the most successful economies in Africa. Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah, 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 you're correct. Now, so what is what is the culture like? Like you now, what is what is your your profession and what do you specialize in? Neuroscience? No, no, I'm not a neuroscientist. I'm a software engineer, but but okay, um, okay, okay. I'm a machine learning engineer, but I'm trying. I'm planning. I'm switching to because I, I because I'm interested. Is a subset of artificial intelligence. So I I am planning on getting a PhD in neuroscience, but. I, I just try to learn more about the brain because, you know, if you want to understand the brain to a certain extent where you, whereby you could create echoes of that in a machine. So that's why I try to, you know, read so much and get um, get my hands into neuroscience as much as possible. So so this this is just see because I, I don't I'm not as educated as you are when it comes to this topic. But the way that I've always looked at it, you know, you you have these computers, they become they're becoming more and more advanced. But I still think that the human brain, when it comes to just computing and being able to figure out problems, 
I still think that the human brain is still more advanced than any of the computers that we've been able to come out with. Okay. Um, so the thing is, if, 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 if life was just a computing problem, if our daily activities, everything we have to deal with was just a computing problem, then, I mean, our computers would be able to do that. But anything that is purely computing, just because your brain, m- much of your prefrontal context, that's, I, I, I don't know if you're familiar with that part of the brain. Yes, yeah, 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 yes, I am. Yes. So that is just, it does much of the computing work. But you, you don't actually need for much of what you do day by day is not only computation you are conscious you can you can perceive you can you can process information at a much deeper level than just computation so if it was just computation then humans would not be needed for anything again but you know computers are not conscious they they can only compute and they can only pattern match that most of ai is really just pattern matching and but but I still feel like yes you're correct. Humans will never um, computers will never replace or they might never be good as the human brain in terms of certain things. But if it was just a computing job, then you could leave those ones for computers. Now can can I ask you? This is this is kind of off topic, but um, I am a humongous. Are you are you a soccer fan? How big is soccer in Nigeria? I am um, I. People, people are really, really big on the EPL, yeah. But I really don't like um, football as sports. I, I, I prefer that sport. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> but, no, no, no. Oh. But, but, but the reason why I ask is that you know one of the biggest soccer uh, clubs in the whole wide world is Manchester United, and we had Odiel Hidalgo. And that was like my first, like it got me interested in the Nigerian culture because mm-hmm. the guy became like a cult legend. And 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 the more and more I research it is that Nigeria is a very proud country. Oh, you mean um, Igalo? Yeah, Igalo. Yeah, I, I, I think I might have mispronounced his name. Uh, okay, he's from my state actually, and um, he's he, he. I think he competed for Nigeria in the in the previous World yes, Cup. Yes, he did. I, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I like the guy though. He's you know he's quite humble and and he's quite hardworking at what he does. But I really don't know much about his statistics sport-wise, but I just really know him as a person. <laughs> well, no, it, it, the, only, the only reason I brought it up is because, you know, I, I think, in my opinion, we would be better off uh, as the human race if we were more interested and learned about other cultures, you know, because mm. people people are not willing to learn about other people's cultures. And I think that's where the big barrier that we, that we face in humanity, that we're not willing to learn about how people live their lives in different parts of the world. Yeah. 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 I, but, but I still feel like much of this whole barrier would close very soon because we are becoming more connected. The internet is there. People are, more people are coming online, more people are getting connected, more, more cultures are bringing themselves out. So I, I'm still optimistic in that sense that in the next few years, we'll see much of this, um, these things happening. And, and yeah, I, I think I'm very optimistic about that aspect. Yeah. And you, you see more cultures you, online. Yeah. 
You bring up the internet. What is the infrastructure like in Nigeria when it comes to internet connectivity, like uh, cellular service? Like, is it a little behind some of the other countries or like, do you, like, for example, do you guys have 5G in Nigeria? Actually, I don't think we have 5G in place for now, but right now I'm using a 4G connection. I'm 4G LTE connection and it's quite fast, but I still feel like it's still a little bit expensive. You know, data is not really cheap in the sense that it's, it's, it's more expensive because I, I, I checked the data rates for people in the U.S. It's quite it's very cheap. I mean, that's what if, if you, I, I, how much you pay, like $10 a month or what? Oh, what? For like data, like for what? Internet or cellular? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah maybe you're Wi-Fi talking or something. Like, you're, you're talking like 60 bucks a month here, American dollars. Oh, 60 bucks a month. But I think yeah. it's, still, it's still really great because you get um, unlimited internet, I guess, right? Uh, they, they kind of throttle us. They like to say you get unlimited data, but after you go over like, uh, 40 gigabytes, they start slowing down your speeds. So yes, it is unlimited, but you, they kind of slow you down after a certain amount of data you use. For, for me, I think I, I spend like $20 for just for how many gig. Uh, maybe um, I, I think it's just 24 gig or something. So it's still a little bit expensive, but it's fast. In terms now, of cellular. Eh? Now, now I, I, I have a curious question. Do, do the citizens of Nigeria keep up with what's going on here in the United States? Like, is that important <laughs> to you guys? Every time, every time. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I feel like um although I feel like um the US is some kind of gold standard for the world. I don't know. That's what I used to think because um um because we are we are always talking about their culture, fantasizing about their culture, you know, trying to emulate their culture almost every time. So yeah, people keep up with celebrity lifestyles abroad, every single thing, news, politics, Trump, BD and all the stuff, like Trump and Biden debate, all these things. Yeah, it, it Nigerians keep up with that too. Now, what is what is the media like in Nigeria? And and if I'm asking too many questions about Nigeria, it's just I'm very very extremely interested yeah, because yeah, yeah, I yeah, love yeah, learning yeah. about new cultures. Yeah. But so, but my question my question is is what is the media like in Nigeria? Do you guys have absolute freedom of speech like we have here in the United States, or is it limited? Okay, for the media, yeah, sure, we have absolute freedom of speech because, I mean, <laughs> nobody's limiting that as a right. But I, I just saw one bill that they were trying to pass a bill concerning hate speech. That was recently, that was last week. I was like, what? Because if they pass the bill against hate speech, that means um, it means you are limiting people's freedom to say things online. But, yeah, I, I still feel like we have perfect freedom in I, I wouldn't know about what I'm talking from my own experience that yes we could say anything we could do because the the nothing is quite censored here at all I don't think anything is censored at all now what 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 was and and you don't have to interview but what was your childhood like growing up like um just you just kind of give me a feel of how old are you by the way kelvin you um, do look you do look younger 
Yeah, I'm 21. <laughs> You're 21, uh, man. Yeah. Do you, you know what, though? That That is amazing because <laughs> you are a very, very well-spoken person. You're very intelligent for your age. And and you're way ahead of the ball game, my friend. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm just trying. You know, so today I was actually today I actually had some kind of existential, um, existential um, breakdown because I I just felt like I'm not doing enough for what I what I want to achieve. You know. <laughs> yeah, so but I, I you know what though, Kelvin? Though you're you're 21, man. I I just turned 40. Okay, you have. Yeah so much ahead of you and it seems like you have a good head on your shoulders that that i mean you can accomplish anything man like like seriously like when you said you were 21 i'm like jesus man this guy <laughs> is ahead of the ball game yeah man. I, I i just feel like i you know i'm just trying i i want to break free from because there's so much poverty here if we are being honest and it, it, and you know it, the, the 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 wealth distribution just follows the power power wow. distribution. It's just a few amount of people that are quite wealthy and could afford and can afford good lifestyle. So you know you just look at where you are coming from and where you feel like you you, you want to be in this country. And you know you just have to like keep putting in that work and now, that kind of stuff. How big is your family? Did you grow up in a big family? Do you have a lot um, of brothers sisters? Um, yeah. Um, five kids right yeah yeah <laughs> one girl and four boys i'm wow. a twin by so, the way what what's that now uh, i'm a twin by the yeah. way that's seven in our family oh wow so i mean so like what is what is like is there a big mixture of religion and culture in nigeria like uh, give me a feel of what yeah, it is yeah, like yeah religion religion is really big thing here because i mean it, it really affects so much of what we do because it's like intertwined with everything i feel like religion is still part of the state here and well I, maybe would i say i don't know but like yeah religion is a very big thing here and um is people that is, is yeah nigerians nigerians are quite religious too now so nigeria seems a lot more stable than other countries in africa um wh because you 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 read a lot about the genocides that have happened in africa the ethnic mm. cleansing and stuff has nigeria ever had to deal with something like that not really, though. I think it was just during Abacha. There was this guy, Abacha. Maybe if you could read up on him, but it was not at a massive any. I don't think it matches any of this. Like Rwanda, it's nothing because, close to like yeah, Rwanda yeah, or anything. Yeah, we don't like. we don't really have that much dark history. Yeah, no much dark history. Yeah, man, it, it's. I've always been so fascinated with Africa. And the hardships that have gone on there, um, yeah. um, and 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 I have a lot of respect for anybody that lives on the continent of Africa because they have to go through way. Because I think a lot of Americans take for granted of the leisures that we have here, and they don't look at the outside world and look at some of the other things that other countries and other continents are having to go through. And it makes me appreciate more being an American 
because and and I'm not saying anything bad, but it's like yeah. it's a little bit of a harder life in some of those countries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking the truth, because honestly, if we have been if you talk to a lot of Nigerians, they feel like the Nigerian dream is to leave Nigeria, to get and to because um, just to get a better life abroad and because it's much harder if you, it's not that you can't make it here but you still have to like do 10x of what maybe if people people who are in better countries who who don't have it as hard as here as we do here in nigeria but because now, they, they are, yeah go on. no go ahead i'm sorry yeah because i just did so much you know roadblocks where you just have to like stumble uh, these roadblocks that are already designed for you and and I, that's that's what that's what is causing much of the protest now because the older generation don't want to leave power, don't want to make things easier for we that's coming up. So I, I still I, maybe I'm optimistic, maybe I'm not, but I, but it's still just better to leave Nigeria. <laughs> how 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 easy now? Like you know, here in America, you know, all the parents they expect their kids to go off to college. I mean. Is there a good college of higher learning in Nigeria? How easy is it hard yeah, to be a okay. good college? Okay, okay, it's quite easy in the sense that I mean, you just need to like pass your jam. There's this exam jam, and you know, pass your secondary school certificate exam. It's not that hard, but um, I I still do. A lot of people still have to write that exam many times before they get admitted. It, for me, it was not that hard because I went to one of the best schools here in my country. <laughs> it's not like it's the best in any sense compared to anything you'll find abroad, but in Nigerian standard, yet. So, but it was not that hard for me. But um, um, I, I still feel like it, it was hard for some people because they had to write that exam five times. That was five years at home before they, get, before they got admitted. So now at 21... Uh, you're getting your life ready. Uh, do you have a, uh, a, a a special lady? Do you have somebody you're interested in? Like, or are you concentrating on yourself right now? Okay, okay. The thing is, I was actually really, really concentrating on myself for for last month. Yeah, I, I said dating this girl, and um, yeah, it's cool. Oh, that that's amazing, man! Congrats. That that's that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so, um, but I, I just want to see where it goes. I, I feel it lasts. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> now, now I want to I talk about this. One of the biggest issues right now facing uh, the world, not just a certain country, how has the uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus pandemic, has it been bad in Nigeria or like have you guys had it under control? Um, you know, they keep releasing figures about people, about new cases, but to me, I've not really seen anybody that's personally affected or, you know, you get, but it has not affected much. It, what only got affected was that they had to close down schools, close down churches, mosques, place eateries, all the restaurants, all these things. They have to close them down. So, but I, what I pity, I pity for those who have these businesses that they can't run. Those are the ones I pity for because, but, but, but um, life-wise, in terms of death, nobody, I, I don't think much people have died at all. It has been really under control. And I, I, I would like to, uh, they have these isolation centers where they really put people go. I've not 
quite ahead of much news from them. So now, what do so? And this is uh, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, but it seems like you know, like for example, I'll, I'll say this: Americans, we are not exposed to other like viruses, like the the countries in Africa. What is the biggest health issue? in your country, like in Africa, like, you know, right now COVID is big here or death rates are up, but yeah. like, is it malaria? Is it uh, AIDS or anything like that? What, what is the biggest health issue in the country? Okay, well, that you live? When, when we think of health issues, I, I still feel like, yeah, because you brought up malaria, malaria is really interesting because I, I, I've not really seen much people die of malaria. You get people used to die of polio, but now that has been completely eradicated from Nigeria. Yeah. And 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 in terms of health issues, I think we are really lucky as a country because we don't really have this much outbreaks that really kill people anyhow. But I'm not just saying people don't get this sick, but people people get sick of malaria all the time. But the death rates are not in any way compared to any kind of massive outbreak at all in any way. People don't really what, die what much do, of health issues here. <laughs> what what is the, what is the healthcare like in Nigeria? Because Yo, that's been a big bad. debate here. Is it, is it universal healthcare? Like, can you just go to the hospital and they'll take care of you, or do you have to have insurance? It is bad. Number one, number two, you have to have insurance in case you want to get free healthcare. Do I, I? I think I had insurance, but I think I've outgrown that now. And I think it was child insurance. I, I think that stopped when I was eighteen. So. I no longer have insurance, <laughs> but um, yeah, you need to have insurance because and that insurance has to come from maybe a place of work from your parents or something. Calvin, give me an idea. So you have your podcast. How can people check out your podcast? Yeah, if you want to check out my podcast, you could check out Hinted Neuron on any place you listen to podcasts or just simply go to hintedneuron.com. I have, or you can also follow me on Twitter at Hinted Neuron or Instagram at Hinted Neuron, just Hinted Neuron anywhere. So give me an idea of some of the things that you discuss, you know, some of the topics that you discuss on your podcast. Yeah, so um, we we talk a lot about um, society and human nature, but I, I've talked about, I've talked with people about um, technology, society, I've talked with people about digital marketing, I've talked with people about feminism and equality and gender, I've talked with people about, I talked with this guy last episode who was a flat ether. He believes that the earth is flat too, and he yeah, has a I had I I talked to one as well too, and and I've realized that you really can't argue or debate the people that believe in flat Earth because it's, they it does no good because no matter what you say, they have a response for it exactly. And I got to exactly. give them credit; they're intelligent because they have a response to every single thing you can say. Exactly. That, that I got a lot of critique for that episode because most of my listeners were like, I was acting as if I don't know science because I was not act, I was not asking the right questions and I was not hitting the guy with a lot of facts because he was always giving me back responses. So, <laughs> yeah, no, was, you know, like like for example, I went out this week. Okay, I don't know how much you follow American politics, but. Hmm. I went out to cover the Donald Trump rally, the political rally that he had. Yeah, yeah. Now, when you go out to talk to people that are hardcore Republicans and support Trump, there's no arguing with them. So you have to just ask questions 
and let them answer. Let them say what they want to say because it does no good arguing with them because they believe what they believe and you believe what you, what you. Yeah. And, and, and that's what you got to do. And, and I compare that to the flat earther guy that I spoke with. It's like, you can throw all the facts in the world. Like I gave him the one fact. Oh, uh, then how do you explain lunar eclipses? Like, obviously we have to be round to get a lunar eclipse because yeah, we're blocking yeah. the sun from the moon. Exactly. Exactly. They always have a response. They have a response for every single thing, even for seasons. And I mean, even for gravity. I mean, the guy told me that gravity doesn't exist. So yeah, so that's I, what he did. My guy said the same exact thing. And I was like, what do you mean? Gravity does not exist. I, I, I was really blown, but <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> um, now you're big into science. What do you um do? You guys follow Neil deGrasse Tyson? Do you? Sure, do you... sure. I I love that guy a lot. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about now? I know it's before your time. Hell, it was even before my time. What about Carl Sagan? Do have you? Yeah, have you man. I am. I I just I, I I read Carl Sagan a lot because and now I'm trying to add him. I'm trying to read more of his work. I just added him to my. I have a list of authors where I want to read all these all the books that they've ever published. I hope I I get to read all of Carl Sagan's work. I really like his ideas and his his beliefs about the universe. Yeah, he's, yes, he's a big fan and, of mine too. And you know what's great is that, see, I live here in the United States, but I'm in Florida, but I live less than 20 miles away from uh, Cape Canaveral, Kennedy Space Center, where they used to launch the uh, shuttle program. Yeah. Um and, and and now with Elon launching the rockets and stuff, are you interested in the space program? I'm so so into that. I'm deeply into that. I mean, I I, I think I, I I've I've indoctrinated I've indoctrinated most of my friends into this space stuff. They are really you know we get to talk about so much stuff. I really wish I was in a country where much of this stuff was happening because I really want to experience it firsthand. I I love Man. space science and I really love. I'm into it. If you ever come to the United States, I have the connections. Yeah. I, if you come here and you contact me, I will personally take you for a behind-the-scenes tour of Cape Canaveral Kennedy Space Center, where they where they launch from, and and watch a rocket launch. So, if you yeah. ever find yourself over here, I would I, I would get so much joy out of taking you to a launch because I think you like it's it's amazing. Yeah, and and I tell people this. Um, do are you guys able to watch Netflix in Nigeria? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. We we watch Netflix and okay. Netflix, so yeah. do yourself a favor. If you're interested in the space program, there was yeah. a great documentary that came out. Now, me being a young kid, one of the first news stories I remember because when I was in school, they would take us outside to watch the shuttle launches, the space shuttle launch. Um, the first big news story I remember as a kid, I saw Challenger, the space shuttle explode during launch and they they just mm. released a uh, documentary called challenger and yeah. it is a must watch if you are interested in the space program yeah i i think i saw i saw i you know, i just saw videos of, of that on youtube but i never really 
got to see the whole, but I'll, I'll be very interested in that documentary because I, I've not really researched deeply into it. I only read Wikipedia articles and YouTube videos. I just saw YouTube videos about what happened during that time. It was yeah. really, I, I think that... <laughs> it, 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 if, if I'm telling you, everybody thinks America has their stuff together, but that's the furthest thing from the truth because when you watch this documentary, it is going to make you angry Mm. how they put money over the lives of these astronauts. Like there are so many things that could have been done to prevent this uh, tragedy from happening, as well as the Columbia disaster. You know, we had the other yeah, shuttle yeah, here yeah, yeah. that burned up on reentry and they knew that the, the, the heat panels were, were, were damaged. That, that that really got me because I but when I saw that stuff I showed my friends and they were really sad because we, we I think that was at the point where we were talking so much we had so much um, enthusiasm about um, the space program and whatever they are doing because people people fear death a lot and you know to be able to put that kind of um, for those kind of incidents to happen it kind of hinders exploration in a way whereby people will not be so excited about the the whole space thingy anymore but now what what would you say to people now nigeria does not have a space program but a lot of them do they i'm i could be wrong i mean yeah, you, yeah. Have, they 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 have a space program i think it, they just launched two satellites just um, I, I i think it was was with the help of the chinese so they didn't launch anything here they launched two satellites maybe three from china i think so yeah but what do you what do you say? Because a lot of people here, Americans say that, oh, we could be spending our money on bigger and better things than instead of going to space. <laughs> what what do you say to people? How why why would you if if somebody said that to you, what would you say? Why is having a space program important? I I I, I feel people don't know that the kind of research they are doing at the ISS is, is quite important to whatever we are doing on Earth too. They are doing drug research there because because of the kind of gravity at that level. And so I, I feel any kind of good research that they are doing up there is still beneficial to us down here. I, and you could still even give them the Neil deGrasse Tyson arguments that they spend much more on chewing um, lips, lip balm than than the space program. So what are we even talking about? <laughs> no, no, no. But 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 what I'm saying though is that you know people got to realize that we and and I've done a lot of research on this and and I want to get your thoughts on it. Do you do you realize that the planet Earth has a limit on the amount of people? that yeah. it can sustain like yeah, you know i yeah, think we're yeah. i think we're, we're we're over seven billion people right now in the world yeah, or yeah. i think we're getting close there but i think they said somewhere in between nine and ten billion people were starting to reach a tipping point and and you know we as a a humanity we have to branch out because we were growing at such a pace that our earth our planet is not going to be able to sustain the amount of people that we have. Yeah, because, you know, I, I've even thought about it in the aspect of, you know, the universe is so big, it's so vast. And during during all these space programs, we, we don't even know what we are going to find. We don't know if we, will, we would, you know, see something 
jumping something that could provide good energy for the whole world. And so I feel we should keep exploring because I, I I'm so down for the exploration. And and I get and I guess I understand the fact that people are are um, they're skeptical about this whole space program. They feel like we are pumping so much billions into a program that that might not really have any good effects. But but we don't know what we might find. And I, I and we just need to be a multi-planet species, just as Elon Musk says. We need to like preserve our species we don't know what's going to happen at any time so yeah no I, you know i i think we would be dumb not to because like i don't really think that the human mind can wrap their mind around the vastness the vastness of space mm. um just the the sheer numbers of how many planets are out there right now and yeah. and and even though we can't prove it statistically it has to be true that there are other life forms out there because we it would be very arrogant on our part that feel like we are the only people in the exactly. universe exactly exactly we, well, we we yeah no go ahead sorry we we i i still feel like whatever is going to happen because I, I'm, I'm still down for exploration because I, I still have this small thing to believe that one day we might find something. We might find other species, intelligent life forms. I don't know, but I still feel like, yes, it would be a very grand day in human history. And I, I would no, love to see but, that day. But let me ask you, though, like we, we have pride as countries. You're proud yeah. of your country. I'm proud of my country. But do you think if we had first contact with another alien species that it would unite us as a planet because we would all be like, all right, hey, there's other people out there. And, yeah. and, and instead of being proud of your country, you can pr be proud to live on planet Earth. I always thought that that would be something that would unite us as a world, in my opinion. No, I, I don't think I share that same opinion because it would still just be normal. Because, I mean, if the U.S. found um, um, another species with their own space program, I mean, they would be at the forefront of what's going to happen and every other kind of day. Oh, yeah, you're right. Americans... Americans screw everything up, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, but but then I mean, it's still a country that people look up to. So yeah, I mean, who's yeah? Going to but do we it got better? a lot of problems, man. We got it. We got a lot of problems, Kelvin. Like, I was. I think we've had it way too good for way too long, <laughs> and, and we're still a young country. When you when you when you look at the grand scheme of things, we're still yeah. a pretty young country. Um, but like all good things don't last forever. Yeah. yeah if that makes well, sense. It, it's like, it's like, listen, I'm proud to be an American, but I also know that we're sitting on the edge of the cliff and we could either go the other way or we could go tumbling off the side of it and, and be in ruins. Yeah, I, I, I feel like because I, I think I, I, I saw someone talk about, talk, talk about this and, you know, he was saying that the U.S., they don't know what real problems look like. That's why currently they're generating problems for themselves. I, I don't know why he said that, but I, I think it resonated with me just based on what I saw on social media. 
and yeah, the I, amount of complaints that <laughs> yeah no I, I, you're 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 absolutely right a lot of people like see um what, were you a big history fan when you were studying like you were are you a fan of history because i think history is very important yeah i i only started studying history years just years back i'm no i didn't it's not something i did right from childhood no see because you know a lot of people don't even realize this the deadliest conflict that the united states of america has ever been in was our american civil war we we lost over a half a million people that's the deadliest conflict that we have ever been a part of and i feel like we are so divided as a country here in the united states I mean, it, it's it's kind of eye-opening when you go on Twitter and you see civil war trending in the United States. And I'm like, what the hell is going on in our country right now that civil war is trending? Yeah, I I I still feel like <laughs> people really just like to bring up these whole problems from from the past. I There's something I, I saw during the whole BLM um agitation at that time there was this this whole point of of using history to attack people today and i i i still don't get the rationale behind that because i, I still feel like i mean we, we have to move on we have to progress with life why why use history as as you know as a means to cause chaos and and discord between people in 2020 but i i, I wouldn't know the rationale behind that no, no, no. But no, what what I'm saying is I'm not I'm not saying I'm not talking about bringing up history. Yes. I mean, when you're thinking about it, I mean, slavery here in the United States was not that long ago. Yes. I mean, it is in the past. Generations have passed. The, the, the young generation right now, they're three generations removed from slavery here in the United States. So at some point you do need to move on, but it's still important. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel is important, for, you know, for the kind of discourse, for productive discourse, but not when you use it to, I mean, attack people on a personal level. That's why I feel. No, I, I, and, and I'm sorry, I, I'm not trying to put you in a bad spot or anything. I, I just, I'm always so interested to get somebody's opinion from a different country and culture to to get their thoughts so if i'm if i'm putting you putting you in a tough spot no, I can no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm really comfortable i'm really comfortable okay well listen calvin i want to definitely talk to you again because i like talking to intelligent bright-minded people and and i swear man you have impressed me big time <laughs> just being able to have a conversation with you and if you notice there's been no dead space in our conversation we have yeah. just been talking for a long time just just bsing about whatever and i think that it's been a very entertaining conversation yeah man thanks a lot man yeah me too i feel the same way <laughs> Well, tell people once again, before I let you go, where people can check out all of your content. So you could follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Hinted Neuron. Personally, my own Twitter account is Kelvin Idan. That is K-E-L-V-I-N Idan. While my website for the podcast is HintedNeuron.com. So that's all my socials where you could, you know, hit me up at any time. I, I'm, a, I'm a really open person. So any questions at all? Well, Calvin, man, I uh, 
I want I want to keep in touch with you, Kelvin. I I seriously do. I'm not just saying that. Yeah. Um, but you seem like a very good person, and 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 I'm fortunate enough to be able to speak to you today. Yeah, yeah, sure. I I think we would exchange um, contact <laughs> maybe. Yeah, no. Um, I my producer is gonna send you all my contact and stuff, and you can feel free if you ever just want to call and chat. You're more than welcome to. Yeah, sure. Thanks all right, Kelvin. You. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'm always here if you need anything. Okay. Yeah, sure, man. Thanks a lot, man. I really enjoyed this conversation too. Yeah. See ya. Bye. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, Check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Cam. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by stitchyouup.com, pocketpairclub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?